like shut the fuck up he grabs the nigga and he put him in a headlock so the niggas around him while they're like oh they're like they're fighting people think they're fighting that's how the whole fight started mm. Ohio punched another nigga Minnesota punched another nigga they like they're like حالته وحمد بات على كل حال good fight is is good man ولا بانيا يسر وعفمت وعفمت على شو في عن تاي بيرك وفي عن تاي نفقة كشرتو everything is very nice very good ولا but yeah man Minneapolis is lit this week very lit we got Sultan Saleh come in on Saturday Shaman Boy concert I think on the same day mm-hmm. um what else we got we got the tournament the basketball and the soccer tournament And we have a goat here too. Dude, we do, we have a we have a, what? a goat. She said for, so, for Somali we great. Oh, yeah, a like goat. An goat. Do you know who the goat is? It's yeah, you. Nah, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Damn, who else?" She's is like, "Wait, no." She's like, "Where's the goat?" Yeah, <laughs> I actually thought it was actually goat. They probably have that too, a lie. Cuz huh? isn't this the Eid where you slaughter the goat? Yeah, it is. Yo, we need to do have that. We're goat talk. We need to do it. You want to do it? Fucked up though. That's killing our mascot. Wait, over Eden in Boston though. You want, you come, you come in, I'm coming to Boston. Yeah, should I buy? A, should I get a goat? Is there somewhere I can get a goat in Boston? Um, I think so. Well, let's do it. We should actually do it. It's on Saturday though. I mean, it's three days. It's three days. You gonna slaughter the brain? A goat is gonna kill a goat. Come on, man. It makes sense. I'm not gonna do it. I'm terrified of that shit. She can do it. No, no, I'm not gonna do it. No, no. <laughs> she said, "Love, nah, you'll find somebody to do it." And there's those sheikhs that be doing that shit. Yeah, Italian. Hey, y'all! Welcome back to Ghost Talk. It's your host Hamza the Truth. We have here it's Muhammad Sharif, and today we are honored a goat, a true definition, someone mm-hmm. who's doing something that I'm not gonna lie to you. Not a lot of people are. If Absolutely. not, you might be the the only one. Might, might the only one might be in your lane that's killing it. Yeah, in that fashion, a hundred percent. So we got you, Matt. Thank you for pulling up. Thank you, guys. How you feeling? How's Minnesota? Oh, I love Minnesota. I'm here like every Somali week for like the past six years, I think. Wow. So how yeah, is it? It's always a fun time. It. I just love like the like the week and like the energy, like the soccer tournament, like the just like the Lake Street events and all mm-hmm. that stuff, and like being with all my friends and just like being in the community. Like I love that feeling. And like even now with Soldan and like Sharon Boy and Ooh. all the. Like artists, like mm-hmm. this. So does Minneapolis has like a its own a vibe. mini Somali vibe? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, just mini. They literally call it mini Somali. Yeah, mm-hmm. little Mogadishu, and I feel like we take it for granted because I don't think Boston is really like that, right? Mm-hmm. On Somali week. I mean, the only place where we like get together is for Eid, and like that's all. Like we never have like Somali events or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like the Somali community isn't really connected. As it is here, you know, like you can't go somewhere, like you can't go to a soccer tournament in Boston. You know, everyone's there, especially now, like because we all grew up. Um, so like the Somali community is not as like it's not as fun as it used to be. Yeah, yeah. Is like, is it just like is it like how Minneapolis is, where like they're all in one place? Because I know Somalis like to live by each other, no matter where they are. To be honest, honestly, yeah. If everyone's in like these two towns in Boston, and like that's where our masjid, like Somali masjid, is. And then like our main masjid is, yeah, like everyone's around that area. It's like a 10, 15 minute, like from everything. So it's yeah. like nice. How was it growing up there? It was good. Um, we grew up, well, I grew up with the Somali community, like at Dixie. Um, we all have, we had one Somali Dixie. 
Wow. So, it's like, so the whole city so the was in whole one? city was in one Dixie. That sounds lit. So like wow. that's how we grew up together. Um, like all the Somali community, like all the moms. Uh, like even the moms used to go to Mahadar there. Like it was nice. Like back in the day. Yeah. And then um, we just opened up like new masjids. Like we have like uh, Islamic center for like the whole like New England area. Mm-hmm. It's like the biggest masjid we have in Boston. So like. They opened that up, and then once they opened that up, like everybody moved on to like different like masjids and like communities, and like we started getting involved into like the Arab community, yeah, stuff like that. So it was nice. I love Dixie. Like all my friends, like all my close friends, are from Dixie, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's vibes. Well, lie. Dixie and uh, <laughs> Dixie in Minnesota is almost a competition. I'm not gonna lie, which is a good thing. That's khair, alhamdulillah. Like that, we have so much different institutions that people can go to, and like. Mm-hmm. They almost compete at one point, uh, at some point, and they have their own basketball leagues and their own soccer leagues and all that. I love Boston, by the way. It's one of my favorite cities. Really? I, lo- I don't know what it How, is. How, you've been before? I've been to Boston a few times, actually. Um, I got a tour of BU, Boston University, when I was a yes. junior in high school because I ran track and cross country mm-hmm. in high school. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, did. yeah, they they brought they f- like flew me out and all that, mm-hmm. and I took a tour of it, and they like took me around Boston. That's the first time I went to Boston and mm-hmm. I was like, I like it here. It's nice. We would love to be you. They just, school. they just don't know how to drive there at all. And the streets are so wait, wait, narrow. Wait, wait, wait. They don't they're know how to very, drive in Boston? In Bo- Boston lie. has the, they, oh, they're That's terrible. No, Minnesota's worse. Oh, no. Well, lie, no, you know, I've never been to Boston. You know what it is? The thing is about Boston, you, you could drive, even if you're a bad driver, no one's going to hit you. That sounds like bad drivers. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's bad driving, but it's also like, we're cautious, you know? Like, Minnesota, they'll hate you for no reason. That's true. We're going for them insurance checks. That's true. You know what it is about Minnesota? Minnesota, like, you learn, you adjust your driving to winter, and then you drive like that <laughs> for six months, right? Okay. And then it becomes summer, and then now you have to, like, oh, shit, now I got to drive different. So some people, like, they drive slow. Imagine driving, like, very slow for, like, nine months. Yeah. And then it hits summer, and you get pavement. You go wild out. You're going to be mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, now nah, I can that's drive. That's a valid-ass point. Yeah, True. that's how people drive. And then our roads are shit, because the winter cold doesn't, like, it melts and everything like that. Yeah. But Boston got good food, too. You got to go to Boston, man. You got to check it out. I'm not a fan of them Celtics, though. I never really had Mm-mm. a reason. I've been talking so much shit about the I mean, Celtics. Who are you, who you a fan of? I'm a t- obviously, I'm a Timberwolves No, wait, fan. first ask them, though, who were you talking shit to before? Because uh, I know on Instagram there was a whole while oh, oh Yusra was Yusra yeah it was Yusra and her I be ta- every time I swear yeah, yeah, Celtics. Yeah. Celtics fan she is she's a huge Celtics fan she loves the Celtics I don't know why she's from it Minnesota makes no it makes sense why she's a Celtics fan uh, I was born and raised with the Celtics basically yeah. how did that how did that loss feel um what was I where was I I don't know but all I remember I was like clapping for them like this as they walked to the locker room yeah <laughs> and they were just like all walking did by they me. lose at home. Yeah, we did lose at home. That's I think tough. it was funny because I, I made a like post that day and I was like, like, there's no like, ar, like mm-hmm. we lose at, like they, they raised the trophy at our house. Yeah. Like in and our how city. Dare they. Like, yeah, like how dare they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that you said we. That's dope. I, I, I try, I try not to say we, but like. That's your team. It is my team. Yeah, like basically because it's our city, but like, yeah, I'm going to say How we. does it feel like? Having a chance to win a championship, cause while I in Minnesota, I'm yeah, well, I it's like, not like that. it's a miracle if we win a playoff game. That's, what I'm saying. That's why it's we so was wild and different. Out. Yeah, no, no but, but Boston is like, bro, you guys are so lucky. Boston is like a sports mm-hmm. center. Like you guys, the Bruins, the Red Sox, 
the Celtics, the Patriots. Patriots. Come on, now. like they, yeah, they well, lot, they've been spoiled the past like yeah. twenty years. Parade after parade after parade. Yo, We're just sitting here. Wait, like, have you been to a parade before? Yeah, I have. It was 2018. I think the Red Sox won and the Patriots won yeah. that year. So we my like my college, right? So they knew everybody was not coming to class. It was like a Wednesday. So everybody skipped class that day and like we literally walked over to the parade because like the colleges are right next to each other. So like they're right in the city. So like Fenway, Fenway, the Red Sox place, like mm -hmm. that's where the parades are. So we went and then literally like a week after. Or it was like a month, a couple of months after. Then we went to the Patriots parade. Bro, it's the fact that she said Fenway around there. That's usually where the parades are. I don't yeah. even know where they would have a parade here. Or that's how sad. Legs tree, That's that would be so dope though. Like the parade <laughs> actually went through the city. That'd be so fire. But now, like we got we got no shot. I think we're cursed. Something's wrong with us. No, I think we got a I shot though. Know. Edwards. Anthony Edwards and is then, our savior. Yo, Kevin Durant, listen up. I, yeah, where is he going? Yo, he's coming right? to Minnesota. No, no he's chance. Not. Is well, Miami first of all, or time off. Yeah, he doesn't what? want Minnesota. He he said Miami and what was the other team? I it's, saw Phoenix, but I don't. I think Devin Booker is re-signing with them, right? Yeah, and Brooklyn won't take. They won't give away KD without getting Booker. Booker yeah. And, yeah, we'll give D'Lo back. No, nobody, bro. Minnesota doesn't need anybody. We don't need you anybody guys to come to us, lot. bro. No, yeah, we really don't. Though. Is, we have you know, all the pieces. We this have a is big. Why we're losers. No, listen, niggas like this. We're fine. No, Allah, Allah, break it down one, to you. One superstar. We need a point guard. We need like a solid, solid Patrick, point guard. Does Patrick play for you guys? Uh, Beverly. Yeah, he's yeah. not really a point guard though. He's just a pest. Like he's just he's so annoying. <laughs> Apparently, the whole league hates him. That's. I mean, makes sense. But that's kind of how he makes his money. If the whole league hates me and I get paid twenty one million dollars a year, well, I it's whatever. Twenty one. They pay him twenty one a year. Something like that. I don't sick. know. That's but like though, look, we got a sh we got one. Of, he's a little. Well, I I don't care if he sees this. He's a lame. Well, I cat. Come on, bro. Uh, I'm not a fan. Cat's oh. gonna start Twitch stream right now. Start talking shit. Oh, <laughs> like he just gives me like that. Oh, good that's good how good I feel. Huh? Yeah, yeah, well, I, I'm not going. I didn't want to say that. <laughs> yeah. But something about Cat, there's just an innate softness about. Yeah, chill out, what? It's too soft. And he's like seven something, fam. Yeah. But he's a, he's he's a what, good person. When though. he wakes up though, when he uh -huh. plays, like I don't know what is it. Was it game six against the Grizzlies? There was a game where he came out and he scored like six straight. Right oh, off the it's bat, because he's hitting these threes, and I honestly think sometimes somebody fun. said Jordan Woods out. <laughs> she kicked him out the house that <laughs> day before. She said, "Get out till he scores." And he goes like, "I gotta get back in the house." <laughs> but that, we have him. We have young talent, Anthony Edwards, which I believe the ball should be run through him. Give that he man is, the yeah. ball. He's a dog. D'Lo is a ball. He, he, the fact that he was benched for the entire third mm -hmm. quarter. Do you know why though? Don't because give me a reason. No, bro. no, it's because Cat doesn't roll. Cat. I feel like D'Lo actually needs someone who rolls with him. Cat wants to shoot. You think Brooklyn will take Cat for KD? That'd be that'd be fire. That'd be a, that's I, a decent trade, right? There. KD to Minnesota. What's, I feel like that's a good. First place. of all, I don't think the thing is about KD. Do you want to win? He's not KD? going anywhere where he doesn't want to live. That's what I that's think true. personally. I don't think that man does really. Go. He gives the vibe of like basketball is like third priority yeah. in his life, right? Mm -hmm. That's the vibe he gives. He's like, yeah, I'm a hooper. I'm nice. Yeah. I'm probably one of the greatest scorers of all time. He but has like a crib in Miami, right? It is what I it think, is. I don't know. I'm, uh, is KD is is Kyrie going with him wherever he goes? Kyrie's trying I to. Let Kyrie resigned. Huh? Kyrie didn't resign? No. No, like Kyrie not fully. Picked I don't the think one year option. But KD asked to get traded today and Kyrie said, "Yo." Yes, Lakers. yesterday. Was it yesterday? No, he's he opted out yesterday 
And then he asked for the trade company. today, though, right? Yeah, yeah he, he, that KD asked for the trade today. And I heard Kyrie then said, "Yo, I want to go to the Lakers." Kyrie to I the Lakers that, for Westbrook. I heard it was a one-one. They're gonna let Westbrook oh. walk, and they're gonna try to k- trade KD. Kyrie to didn't Lakers. Westbrook just sign back? No, Westbrook is on. A, he has like one year left on his deal. Oh. What what does Boston? What does Boston need? Nothing. You know, it's one thing. Marcus Smart said that I really like. He said, what? "Now we know how." He said, "Now yeah, we, we know, know how to get back to like we know the feeling. We know mm-hmm. what it takes." I think they're gonna be back a lot. I really, I really think the Celtics are gonna be back, and they, they could, some, they, they could win the whole thing. It's just experience. Because how old is Tatum? He's yeah, like twenty four. He's twenty four. Yeah. He's but young. He's very young. Yeah, yeah. Jalen's twenty five, and Marcus twenty eight. They're they're a young team, bro. But yeah, honestly, the things with the Celtics, like I feel like Boston. I mean, we've never, we haven't been to the playoffs since we haven't been to the finals since like two thousand twelve, right? Yeah. And then I just remember like. I was like, what was I, 13 years old, like watching it like at my house and then like to actually experience it like in person, yeah. it was like different for the city. But I expected everybody like to be outside, you know, like a flat screen TV outside the, yeah. the arena. <laughs> well, there was nothing. Wow. And I was like, like. Did it feel like it was a finals game? It, it didn't feel like it at all. Like I was in every game, but it was also like outside the game. Like if you weren't at the game, then it's like the, the vibe was off. Yeah. That's what happens when but, we win too much. Mm-hmm. Not win too much, but it's also like our culture is like, Expected. like you won't see Celtics fans outside like watching it somewhere. Mm. You know how they watch it like in Dallas, like like they, they tailgate and stuff. Tailgate is like when you when you like camp outside. Crowds, the, yeah, the crowds outside, outside yeah. yeah. But I mean, I expected more, but maybe because it was like our first time in like twelve years and we never did it before. Mm. But like the the city, like the energy was like crazy. Like it everywhere feels like you it's went. A new generation. And it's like that generation got to like... They got to earn it. They got to earn it all. I feel like Boston has high expectations. We do have, I think, yeah. very high expectations. I think that's what it is. Because we was yeah. wilding out on our first playoff. That's I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, I got two. Like, even the players are oh, wilding the, the out. Yeah. Play, remember the plan? Huh? When the plan. The plan, yeah. When they were making fun so of us talking. First of all. Well, I got teary-eyed. It's not embarrassing. It's, <laughs> I got teary-eyed. It was emotional. So you guys <laughs> When they were running around, I yeah. was like... I was with them. Wait, time out. You saying that was embarrassing? That it was because they did a bit the only much. time like say because my Beth started crying took his shirt off <laughs> seen the meme <laughs> <laughs> no but actually that 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 i like that part like that was my favorite part when he, he was, that was tough that was tough he beat the team that yeah that dropped him, him yeah that, him. That, that, is, that part is acceptable you get yeah. teary-eyed for that part but the I'm rest of it. She said it was embarrassing. No, that was embarrassing. It was a bad. Yeah, I was they did proud. A bit, and people were clowning us. You know who I don't like? I don't like Shaq. I'm not a fan of Shaq. I like Shaq as a player, but like I don't know. I feel like they're kind of not ruining basketball in a way, but like the way that they commentate and the way they talk about players, it's a lot of negativity right now, mm-hmm. like in the media. And like I don't I feel like, like that's that. Stephen A. and Stephen A. and like all they all like that though. They as especially an, Stephen A. That guy as is an a athlete, clown. How do you too. feel about like as an athlete speaking? That, how do you feel about like? athletes taking their own podcast and like having their own voice i like, like jj reddit i like speaking facts now. i mean i feel like because everybody respects jj reddick and like everybody respects draymond green like obviously mm. but i think them having their own podcast is like very important because it's mm. like oh they have their own takes about it if you think about it like nba players like they're in their own like space yeah, you know in their own bubble like they don't tell people outside information you know like unless you're like actually like cool with them but like it's like their own little circle. You Speak know what on it, because you you do you feel like you're in the bubble, so like somewhat. Um, not not really. 
because it's like it's um, I feel like they're very closed off about it like even even if I was like cool with like hella cool with them like I'm not gonna ask them questions because it's like unless I'm related to somebody then it's like okay I can ask them a question but it's so it's like very what's the question you always wanted to ask someone like like do you like do you like this guy or like what do you oh, think about him oh yeah okay dirt huh you're looking for dirt yeah, yeah is yeah, it yeah. do you think it's that deep though i don't like okay for example when Kyrie left the Cavs and he went to boston and everybody was saying like or wherever he went or was it no it was lebron that left am i tweaking who left who lebron oh. left Kyrie. no Kyrie left lebron Right? Kyrie did leave LeBron. Yeah, Kyrie left yeah, LeBron, yeah. and then LeBron was making that like last run, and then he went to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. People make it seem like these guys like, hate each other, hate yeah. each other, hate each other, mm-hmm. right? And like in a way, I'm like uh, maybe they might, but I, sometimes I think like, is it that deep? Do these guys low key just be dabbing each other up like after games and be like, or like is it actually like that? That's what I think about a lot after games, whenever beefs and stuff like that happens. Like, that's 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 a good question. That's a question I always have too, right? But they they actually like they like mess with each other like they're cool like mm. they're very cool off the court but it's like if they say they're playing a playoff series together they're not going to talk throughout the whole series yeah, yeah, yeah of course like they're just going to be like quiet mm-hmm. like they're not going to call each other or whatever but um like they're hella cool like you, i don't know if you said draymond and grant williams yeah but they were beefing everything and then everybody's like oh why did they hug it hug it out at the end but it's like they have respect for each other but it's like in the moment mm-hmm it's like you hate them and it's like also you can't say bad stuff about the other team because it's like i don't know almost like taboo yes yeah, so it's what, like yeah. you know what's so awkward what i would have found awkward like being in the bubble as a player that would have been the weird. nba, like, the NBA been bubble weird mm. yeah that would that would that i wish they had like um they, they did like a documentary and they released it after the finals of like what it was like in the bubble someone had matisse thibault had his his youtube his youtube channel no way. He has all his YouTube videos are from the bubble. Wasn't he and like you can buying see coffee like, from Jimmy Butler too? Huh? Jimmy Butler was selling coffee and stuff. Yes. Remember those videos yeah. of that? He's asking you to lower your mic, sir. My beer's not in the camera. Thank you. <laughs> he actually had the whole thing, like what it was like, the rooms and everything. Yeah, but also another thing about like sports people, I don't think they show everything. Yeah, that's true. Like I feel like it was like little bits and pieces, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like the full experience. It's also like why do they hide that? I stuff? want to ask that though. How do you? How is like being like you've been around professional athletes? Like how mm-hmm. do? You, how are their days scheduled? Um, like, they must be training a lot, right? Like, or not really. Oh, she's about to. Oh, we about to spill some tea. I, what's your what What's your wondering. schedule like? Honestly, personally, me like because <laughs> I know you be training. Yeah. For those of you, this is one thing I want to say. Okay, this is something I was I was oh, I was waiting to address for a very long time, uh-huh. and I want and I want your take on this. Okay. There are some gentlemen. Um, who go to Lifetime maybe once a month, <laughs> right? Go to uh-huh. Lifetime once a month. They hoop. They chuck up a couple of basketballs. Um, and they're like, yeah, man, I, I can beat a WNBA basketball player. Mm. Like, it's nothing. What the hell? Right? And like, what I tell them is, whatever you believe about women, whatever maybe, mm-hmm. these people eat, breathe, and sleep basketball. They wake up, mm-hmm. basketball. They get lunch, basketball. They go home with their kids, basketball, right? So, like, I don't know. It's just, like, when I see you work out and, like, you put the effort and the work in, into, like, your craft and your game, mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes that's dismissed. 
You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And some people are like, yeah, I can beat Jamad one-on-one. Because I'm like, but bro, like you play basketball like once a week, mm-hmm. once a month. Like, can you though, really? So I don't know. I it's just, also like one-on-one doesn't really like dictate who's better than who, you know? But it's also like, um, like for us, for training, like if you're a basketball player, you train to play five-on-five mm-hmm. types of or like individual skills, like yeah. dribbling or shooting. It's also like you don't train to beat somebody one on one. Yeah, yeah. You do a lot of like situational like, basketball. Situ- yeah, yeah, situation. Like that's like, if you, because I mean, when I was younger, I did practice a lot of one on one. But it's also like you could do one on one. But if you have help and someone comes from help, like, are you really like yeah. practicing? Yeah. You're not practicing nothing. Like, so waste of time if you're practicing one on one skills. Um, and like, you're gonna have help defense either way. You mm-hmm. know. Um, what do you think about the WNBA take? The NBA take, I don't know. I don't think these dudes understand how big these, like, how tall and strong and physical these WNBA players are. Mm-hmm. Like, they I'm, literally I'm talking about, like, just a typical them. guy, like, 5'9", five, 5'10", five, slightly typical over, fada. Slight, typical fada, slightly overweight, um, ponytail in the back, uh-huh. you know, he got a, he got a couple black and miles in the car. Uh, <laughs> typical nigga. Yeah, man, I, I can be, funny, I, I probably, <laughs> if it, I'm not even in W, but I probably could bench more than them. Oh, God. Like, it's, it's I like. I believe it. I really do. It's I like, believe it. For How the, much are you benching? For the people um, that are wondering. I hurt their feelings. <laughs> Honestly, like, what is it? Uh, 71, like 120, 125. Yeah, that's probably more than a lot of niggas. Yeah. But then it gets like, these dudes, like, okay, you could, like, you could act tough or you go to the gym. But these WM players, like, they bench, like, 160, like, once they like, they're, they don't look strong, mm-hmm. but they're very yes. strong. Like, I have my teammate who, um, she was she was D one like but she like came she like played uh like D three with us, but like she benches like crazy, and it's like well like she could bench more than like yeah. all these people who be going to the, all the boys who be going to the gym. Mm-hmm. What was the nastiest like? You probably played one on one with a guy. What was like the most disrespectful game? Like the guy like his feelings were hurt when he got home. <laughs> like I know I you had a game it. where you looked at his soul. You're like damn tough. You never ever gonna talk bad to a woman ever again. Yeah. Um. I think I think it was at D, it was in DC when we went to DC and then we were playing pickup with like some Somali some Somali boys but it was like it was other boys there as well but think about these boys like say when you're playing fives with them like they try to guard you close up and yeah. try to like steal the ball from you or like double team you mm-hmm. but um yeah he tried to do that and I hate when people do that because like I can easily like like they think like, I won't go by them yeah right? it's like slightly disrespectful yeah it's very yeah. disrespectful so I'm like alright and then um. I think I went by him and then I pulled back. And then when I pulled back, he fell. <laughs> and then I finished, I left it. And then I finished the left hand layup. And then the whole gym, like, mm. imagine like all boys, like everybody's <sighs> running around. Everybody's running around. Nobody got a video, but that, that, was, that was probably like the craziest, that craziest so experience. Tough. I'm not going to lie. You have probably one of the coldest handles I've seen. Yeah. Like just let mashallah. alone just in general. Mashallah. Mm-hmm. Mashallah. How did you get to that point? Was it like at a young age, you're like, you're going to get cold handles or was it just... You slowly developed developed it. Um, I think because I didn't have handles like when I was younger, right? So we used to go to AU practice, and I sucked at every drill. I was terrible at every drill, and then I used to go home and then practice it better than the girls were doing it. Because like you know, all these girls like I was the only Muslim one there, like mm-hmm. only. Uh, so it was just like weird that I wasn't good as, as good as them. It looked bad. Like I thought it looked bad. Mm-hmm. Like not just for me, but it's like bro, you you wear a kamar, you know, you like you got these leggings on, like t shirt. Um, and like the rest of the girls, like they're normal basically. So like you can't, I, always in my mind, I was like, oh, I can't suck, you know, like I can't be, yeah. you know, that. 
person who brings down like the entire religion yeah. sucks at basketball. You, you know? got like a chip on your shoulder. Yeah. yeah. So like that's always what like I grew up um, thinking about. And uh, so I used to just every day, like in the morning, like before school, like my dad, um, well, I shout out Abu, every day he would take me in the morning. And then um, I used to take the bus to mm -hmm. school. And then right after school, I came back to the gym, the same gym. And then I used to just dribble like I didn't shoot or nothing. I just dribbled mm. every day. But. So you're, I think a big question that I wanted to ask was, what was your introduction to basketball? Like, how did you like, how, how what was it like? Just, did you just pick up a basketball and go like, yo, I'm about to just start hooping. Did you see it somewhere? What was that like? For a lot of hoopers, they don't, for me, I'm not a hooper, by the way. I'm not classifying myself as a hooper. But uh -huh. for me, I don't remember the first time, like, I picked up a basketball. I remember I just liked doing it my whole life, you mm -hmm. know, so. I mean, I think, because my older brother played basketball, so mm -hmm. that's when, like, you know, if, like, your parents take him, then they got to take me along yeah. with him, you know? So, like, we used to go to the park. That's the thing in the Boston community, like, we have one park where everybody goes to, like, every summer. Yeah. So that's where, um, like, all the kids play basketball. Like, we all grew up playing basketball there ever since we were, like, 10, 9 years old. Um, and then, yeah, because, like, back then, I was the only girl, you know, at the court, mm -hmm. like, with my brothers. And I had the excuse because I was playing with my brothers. But now, like, if you look at it now, like, every, all the girls are on the court. Like, all the girls are playing basketball. And, like, no one really cares anymore. Mm -hmm. But it was, like, always a big deal because I was, the, like, the only one yeah. who played. Was there a certain point where you had to, like, get on the court and get picked up? Or was it... Like, you know how people be like when you're picking up fives and they uh -huh. see you and they're like, yo, you got next. Yeah, you got five. You, yeah, I got five. You, you, you got next. <laughs> well, then no, then no, you no. come and there's like another group that says, yeah, we got five. But you see that they got two people with them. Yeah. No, I always been type like, even if someone has five, I'm gonna like tell one person leave and then I'll just go in. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you just kind of force your way yeah, in. Yeah, force myself. I do it. I still do it to this day. <laughs> That's a that's a love for the game right there. Like, what are they gonna do? They always say yes. When I when I'm at the gym with the kids, I tell them either you pick me up or I'm closing the gym. <laughs> I'm not getting off the court. I just lost right now. I'm like, bro. Yeah. Either the gym is going getting closed or you pick me up. Yeah. Because you don't want to like I don't know. I yeah, hate. Y'all don't like once waiting. You sit down. Yeah, it's, it's done once it's you sit lame, down. Yeah. I have another question for you. How much do you hate losing? Um. Like, is there a competitive spirit in you? I think at a certain point there is, um, like say if it's regular season and we lose, but like say we play, like I played hard. Mm -hmm. Like if I know I played hard, if my team played hard, I don't mind losing. But like it's going to hurt for a little bit, but it's just like, all right, you'll just get it back, get better. But if we lose like a playoff game, like say if we lost our playoff game this year, then uh, that would have hurt yeah. for years probably. What was it like playing college ball? Um, it was the best experience, actually. Um, one of the best experiences that I've ever had. I feel like life without basketball, like without college basketball, like I think this is the first summer that I'm not going into yeah. like a basketball season, like actually for like high school or college. So it's like very weird. It's very weird to me. It's like very awkward. It's like um, transitioning into yeah. a new life. Yeah. Adulthood. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. I don't like it. Are you planning <laughs> on playing professional or are you done? Um, no, I'm going to play professional, but it's just, Shala. I'm very picky about where, inshallah, yeah, so I'm just very picky on where mm. I want to play. So one question is from her, and that's my little sister, she, she called, like, why, why are you making that face all of a sudden? <laughs> she, so the question is you coming, caught her by surprise. Yeah, so the question is coming from her. Mm -hmm. In high school, like, how do you transit, like, how do you make sure you can get a chance in the next level? Like, what kind of work ethic do you need to get there? 
Um, I think, so you basically have to be very well involved in the community. Because when I was in high school, like I was involved in the AU community. Like I knew all the coaches, like all the girls my age who played basketball and like they were nice too. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like you have to know like the good girls. You have to surround yourself with like the nice players and like work out with them. Um, and like people like what they're doing and make sure you don't like fall off. So like say yeah. if someone gets better, then like make sure you're you're getting better too and like just improve year after year. But the whole like from high school to college jump was... Um, I kind of did it like alone basically, but like I did a hella research, um, about what schools I wanted to go to. And then I made sure like, I only applied to schools that I could play basketball at. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you just got to put videos together. Like my dad, like once again, my dad, well, he like helped me throughout my whole high school and college career too. But like he recorded every high school game, um, like all the AU games, like he would record on his like phone like this. And then even like my friends, like who used to come to my games, like I tell them to record videos, but you have to have like a lot of footage to like send out to coaches mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But it's also like a lot of people over, they overlook the D3 aspect of like basketball, but yeah. it's like they, D3 has the best schools, mm -hmm. like in the, especially in Boston, like there's so much, so much colleges like choose from, which is good too. Like if I didn't have a lot of colleges to choose from, then I would have been, it would have been, it would have been bad. And I would have been like far away from home. But yeah, it was funny because I chose the school right across the street from my high school. <laughs> did you go to a dorm or did you stay at home? Um, my first year I chose another school and then just the whole basketball aspect, like I was obsessed with basketball, you know, yeah. like every day I was in the gym, every night I was in the gym. And like once the season ended, you know, my teammates, did, they weren't, like they weren't like me you know like mm -hmm. they didn't have the drive like i did so then i went to um the school like cross street from um emmanuel uh cross street from my high school and those girls like every day like i was in the gym they were in the gym like i was in the weight room they're in the weight room so then that i knew they were more competitive like they won games um so that's why i moved over to that school yeah and you guys ended up winning a championship there right? yeah ever since i moved we won Back to back to back. So we repeated three years. You guys three repeated? Three years in a row, wow, yeah. Wow, mashallah. That's dope. She got rings at home. Yeah. <laughs> she, got three three, she got three of them. It's nice though. I think playing college sports is, it's a different vibe for sure. I ran in college, not for long, <laughs> but I did run in college. What happened? Because of COVID. I mean, like you got cut short because of COVID too, right? Yeah, but then I went back my yeah, last year. Yeah. yeah. I didn't get, oh, I didn't get a chance COVID to do that. How did affect it? Um, what was it? Uh, it was like, so so basically they canceled the season, right? But then we found out in October that they were canceled the season. So mind you, we were still working out and everything. And then, um, wait, actually, no. COVID happened right after the season ended. It's like 20. Yeah, like February, March. Yeah, so so we played and then we made it to the second round of like the NCAA tournament. And then we lost. And then a week later, the whole thing got canceled. So you guys were like, ah. So we were like, <laughs> ain't nobody winning, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> but it was funny. And then the next year, like we thought we were gonna have the season again, and then it was my it was going to, into my senior year, and then we found out October like they completely shut it down, and then that's when I like I was so depressed for like two days, and then I wasn't even supposed to go back for like my fifth year, but um I think it took me like four months. I was asking around like should I go back, and then because you I had that year going, that year of eligibility, year. yeah, yeah. But then I was like, what am I supposed to do in the extra year? And then my coach was like, oh, there's a like master's programs, and then I looked into that. And I was like, might as well just yeah. get my master's and play an extra year. 
So that was the greatest decision. Like, I feel like everything just works out, alhamdulillah, perfectly. That's dope. That's dope. Um, You talk about your your parents a lot. And Mm -hmm. I think for me, growing up, just being an athlete, like, I don't think I could have done it without my parents either. Just Mm -hmm. the support that they showed and the love that they they showed. Like, they didn't necessarily have the chance to come to games and, like, come to meets and whatever, maybe because they was working or they were busy or whatever. But they showed love and, like, they showed that support. Um, How important were your parents in this journey of basketball so i feel like they were very 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 important i i mean they had different roles mostly because my dad you know he was like my ride or die like always like try to convince my mom with me to let me play at Mm -hmm. first and then he took me to like au tournaments like they were two hours three hours away and then he would just wait there with me all day um like he took he came to all my high school games like my mom would come here and there because also there was kids at the house yeah exactly so they yeah. were younger so um so when i ever when when i got home from like practice or games like my mom would like the food would be ready for me like ready to go oh, mashallah. yeah so it's like alhamdulillah like they were both very supportive and then um my mom realized like the importance of sports i think when i was like a junior mm-hmm. senior in high school so that's when she was like free like i could travel places and play basketball so like that's when like she turned her whole perspective on like sports changed mm-hmm. and your dad who? no my dad didn't who my grandma my mom's mom played basketball oh back in somalia oh we got a whole oh. list of questions oh. yeah. wow so i was confused that's what i that's used the dope. excuse every day i was like yeah. oh, you can play i can't play yeah. It's like they played back in Somalia with their hair out, you know, shorts. She played for the national team. Yeah, too? she played for the national team. Wow. Yeah. Are you still? Do you contact Shout out to her? A, man. Yeah, I was just with her today. She lives here. Oh, for real? Yeah. How was that? Like having that? Like, do you guys like have a close bond where y'all could talk basketball? And um, no, not really, because I, it's, I feel like family here, because I I see I I don't see them like every time I come to Minnesota. Yeah, you don't see them often. It's basically. Not, yeah, it's not really close. Bond. Yeah. Um. This guy shouted out his sisters. My sisters are athletes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, two of my sisters play played basketball. Um, they were both in the AAU circuits, um, and obviously they looked up to you very much, right? I think you met one of them. Yeah, I um, think. Um, hi, Marian. Um, <laughs> but you met one of them at the the tournament. Um, but mashallah, they they look up to you and they think the world of you, mashallah, which is a, which is a great thing, and they think of you as a role model um how how important is that that like you inspire so much girls especially muslim girls to like be able to because my sisters used to be like you see she's doing it i get to do it too you know what i mean it's just like straight up look she's doing it why can't i do it you know Mm -hmm. so that's important though because i feel like for a lot of parents that's all they really need is like kind of proof that okay yeah yeah, it's okay like it's not that big of a deal so just that how, how important is it to you to be that role model to show people that it is possible and then and that they can do it um i love that question but um so i feel like when i was growing up like i always i mean i wrote about in my college essay too like basically when i was applying to colleges but like i always want i wanted i wanted to have that excuse when i was growing up Mm because it was like eighth grade ninth grade like my mom was not folding for me to play basketball like at all Mm -hmm. i didn't have like any excuse and then when i got older i was like like i want to be like that excuse for girls you know because um it was so like well i was so difficult like i think i spent three months every single day asking my mom to try out like not even play by just to try out like mm-hmm. to go to tryouts wow. until she like finally folded after i lied to her and said like i'll play one year mm. basically and oh, during oh. that whole time were you like training as well yeah, yeah every day like yes. obsessed 
like I, I, mean, I when I like I barely grew up like I didn't grow up with social cues if that makes sense I grew up when like I had no friends mm. like high school like right now like I have I don't have any friends from high school like my only friends are from Duxie mm. but it's like so it's just basketball basketball like my whole like time growing up and like all the kids like they would always like ask to hang out and then I would literally just hop on the bus straight to like, practice like everybody knew that like everybody everybody like they respected that but um yeah high school was not was that it it was not a fun time <laughs> it's not a fun time i mean i loved the training and everything i loved the games but yeah my like the the what's it called where do you think that's from is that just a love for the game i think it's the pressure mm. i feel like it was so much pressure of me like like on the court like you know that's a muslim girl you know so yeah. like I was like, bro, I'm not going to suck and be Muslim, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I have that whole, like, reputation to keep up. So I was I was also very uh, competitive growing up, too. Like, if she was better than me, then I'd be mad. I like, yeah. I'm like, going to copy that move and, like, get better at it. Yeah. But That's so different. That is so different. Because I played high school sports and college sports, and that, that never not once crossed my mind that, like, I cannot be Muslim and suck. Yeah. It was just like, well, I can't suck because like, I don't want to suck. But mm. it was never like my identity was never a part What's of it. What's crazy is if you part suck, of it. no one really would have noticed. Nobody would give a Question. fuck. <laughs> you, I suck. Oh, yeah, I'm just another nigga who sucks. <laughs> Social media for you though. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like that's a huge limelight. Of just yeah, like, a bunch of people not only are like hoping that you win, but there's a lot of people that are like, yo, I hope she fails. Mm -hmm. How do you deal with that? Um, I don't know because I don't really see a lot of negative stuff. I don't know if you've guys seen, but well, I have. I mean, there's the lame ass niggas that be talking about. Oh, I mean, why is she playing basketball? It's like it's like the the older like generation yeah. like that stuff. But it's also like, I mean, people be like, oh, why is she playing basketball with? I mean, my mom hates it when I play basketball with boys now. Yeah. Um, even till this day, but <laughs> like <laughs> it is what it is. It's for a video. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but um. Oh, like, she be she probably see yeah yeah she why she calls me every time she's like I'm not talking to you today <laughs> don't talk to me today <laughs> so, so you like, don't bro, tell her you let her find out no that's, yeah she finds out that's also my mom she follows me on like every social media platform yeah. oh so the moment you post it's a call she knows, yeah. yeah and then they come to your room with the plate of food yeah. to like apologize be like oh I'm down after like a day of no no talking to each other I love uh -huh. bless our parents well I've been like God bless her parents that's very I think. I don't know. I think a lot of people wouldn't be because you talk about your dad a lot too, and like how important your relationship with him was mm -hmm. for like for your life. And like I don't know. I feel like a lot of people wouldn't be where they are today mm -hmm. without their parents. I wouldn't be shit without my dad. I'd be like homeless or some shit to yeah. be honest. Because <laughs> like I don't know. I was I was a smart kid, but like waffles. Like you know, there's like very ADHD, just <laughs> running around, no decision making skills. Mm -hmm. I was like that, and my dad just put in work. That man put in hours. He was like, "You can't do that. You can't do this." Oh, mm -hmm. but I don't know what it is, but I feel like there's another pressure too. Like there's an added layer of not wanting to fail them. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like, have you ever had that? Where it's just like your dad did so much up until like you know what else it is though. Videos. That's mm -hmm. true too. But you know what else it is, and I think she talked about it too. It's like okay, I begged for months to get this opportunity. Mm. I can't fuck up now. Yeah, I cannot. I cannot be bad now. I can't because like me. I went to my, I think my eighth grade, summer of my eighth grade year, I went to the Junior Olympics, came back, and I'm thinking, okay, now I'm about to, like, go to high school, like, run, track, like, take this shit seriously, go to college afterwards, and my dad was like, no, you're going to some high school, no sports, you know, so, 
I had to do this whole high school thing for a year. And like, mm-hmm. kind of like you, I was still training. In my head, I'm like, well, I'm not giving up on yeah. that. When you're a kid, you're like, yeah. I feel like no. that's the crazy. Yeah. Like you guys. I'm not giving up on my dreams. Like in a way, yeah. It's like a level of tenacity. But then I spent that entire year just begging. Like, please, let me, please, let me go. Please, let me go. Please, like, I won't do this. I won't, I'll keep mm-hmm. my grades up, whatever it may be. And then like, yeah, that's when I excuse. when I got there, first of all, yeah, I had straight A's. Like I could not get they anything. Had no, less than, they had nothing to say to you. Yeah, and then you I had to check all the right every box. Every mm-hmm. I could not fuck up. I had to come on top. Everything, everything. And but then when I got the opportunity, that's all in the back burner. When I got the opportunity to like run and like the first day of practice, there's just a level of pressure of like, okay, now I'm here. I've wanted this for years. I can't fuck up. I have to be good. And if I'm not good, I at least have to put in 110 percent effort. Mm-hmm. It's that or or like or is is that or nothing while I so did you have a backup plan? No. At the same time, <laughs> I'm asking. <laughs> did you have a backup plan? No. I I, I refused to go to college without playing basketball. Like wow. in my head, I was not gonna go to school without having a sport. Yeah. That's crazy. That's the only reason I went to school. I am not a fan of school, to be honest. <laughs> I do not like yeah. school. So the only reason no, I went to school was... Was for sports. Yeah, for, yeah. for sports. That's it. Yeah, but also, different. I think people don't have that anymore. You know how like you yeah. like training and everything. I don't know the kids in this generation, but no one has that tenacity, tenacity anymore. Yeah. Or like yeah. the hard the, the hard work ethic. Bro, I'm not gonna lie. I feel like COVID made a lot of people like... Just like... It's so lazy. It's not even lazy, bro. It's just... You know, they're, they're thinking, life. they're thinking, damn, my nigga, like two years ago, the world almost ended. I'm not investing in shit. Yeah. <laughs> the it's world might end in another year, nigga. Fuck that. I'm about to be lazy till this bitch closed. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hell nah. Nah, but I don't know. You're right. That's what, that's what makes me mad about these little kids. Maybe it's that or we're getting old. Maybe it's that too. Which is like all these youngings. They don't be working hard. Not yet. No, but it's like, you see these kids, like even in like. Like, not even the Somali communities, other communities too. Like, you go walk into a gym community center. Yeah. These kids are just playing three on three. Like, you won't see some, these kids working out. There's no kid in the corner with a tennis like, ball. Just, yeah. yeah like, you're wait, right. Have you seen that? Yeah, no. I've never seen I that. I work before. at a gym. Not a single one of them does that. <laughs> we have to beg these kids to play. <laughs> well, lie. We have to beg them to get better. I'm standing there like, yo, we're paying money to take out an AAU game in another uh-huh. state. Why are you not practicing? Do you feel like people f- fell out of s- love with sports and like fell in love with clout this and what in- comes with sports? This is mm. interesting because yeah, in a way, like athletes became celebrities in their own way. Not even like high school athletes became celebrities mm. in their own way. And it, like it became, I don't know, maybe sometimes social media makes things unreachable. You know what I mean? It makes something seem so big and scary that like it's all the way over there. So these kids are like, oh yeah, there's no chance of me doing that shit. So I'm about to just kick it. That's my theory. But well, I don't know. Damn, I see. We talking shit about your people. I see a nice. I know the work she be putting in. She be at <laughs> Lifetime, 6 a.m. How does she be telling me? Putting up shots. When was the last time you went? When? When? When was the last time you went to go who? Practice. Her. Give it up. There <laughs> we go. And then before that, there we go. Yeah, okay, yeah. here's my other theory. You're, and I know, I know you hate when you talk about your job, but you're in tech. There's a level of tenacity that you have with that. There's a level of like, there's a level of like, if I'm gonna get this done, I have to get it done. Right? Like you're up at times, you don't want to be up at. You're putting in the work and the effort. Yeah, it's like problem solving. Okay, I have a question for you. Hmm. You you have older siblings, right? Mm-hmm. 
One. Did you did you see that level of tenacity in him? <laughs> Not with basketball, but like with other stuff in life. He why she laughed like he is your brother bad at basketball? Like have you seen yeah. him? That nigga is huge. First of all, he's like first, yeah, yeah, big. He's like, yeah. No, Jamal. The thing with like my older brother Jamal, mashallah, that kid is the most like hardworking like kid I know. Yeah, like he's going to law school in the fall. He's like, older than you. He's older. He's they a year, year kid. and a half. That's crazy. Uh, I said, kid. So, he's, so you're better than him at basketball. Yeah, I've always been better than him ever since we were younger. Oh, so I think it's da, da, da. a little sister thing. I'm not gonna lie. No, she that's thinks she's younger. better than well, me. My she theory was, not. I think it's a it's a family thing. It's a thing that you learn it because my siblings are mm-hmm. like that. My younger siblings are like tenacious. Not even about sports, just yeah. whatever that they're interested in, they obsess over and then they just do it. them. <laughs> one of them is obsessed with drawing right now. She just draws all twenty four seven. Another one is obsessed with baking. She just bakes. <laughs> Wallahi, my little brother had a Legos obsession. <laughs> Legos. <laughs> you do a tunnel vision. And oh. like, that's how I was. Like, there was a time in my life where I was, I was obsessed with baseball. I don't care about baseball anymore, but yeah. I was obsessed. You play baseball? I was obsessed. Where the hell did you have the opportunity to play baseball? There's a bunch of rec leagues. I played on a rec league. There's nothing crazy, nothing serious for like a summer. And then I got tired. I was like, fuck this, I done shit. I'm going back to, I'm going back to basketball. <laughs> But like what I don't know what it is. I just you find something and then you kind of obsess over mm-hmm. it, which is it's a good thing. But you're right. I don't think kids have that anymore. Mm-mm. When was the proudest moment, or like a moment where you think back on it, like damn, I really, like that really happened. Um, I think it was like it was the night of Ramadan. The night of Ramadan when Ramadan started, and uh, me and my friend like Nafisa, we went to we went to like we had like a Celtics. NBA all access thing and um like we went to the game and then uh in the morning actually we got a tour of the TD Garden or whatever right and then um we were wearing our abayats this was my idea you know like in the at night like 2 a.m we we're just like let's just wear abayats so because it was Jama too. too it was Jama, and the night was Ramadan oh. like that it was that's how Ramadan started right so and then I was like okay well we're uh to Jama anyways so we're because we were going right after it was like at 11 a.m and then we wore it and then we went to, and then um, like a random lady came up to us and like showed us, now I'm telling you guys the whole story of my <laughs> <laughs> Tell Man, us all, we, no, got, we got nothing but time. Go ahead. Talk about. from yeah. the beginning of the day. <laughs> um, the random lady came, pulled yeah, up. So the random lady that works for Celtics pulled up and then um, she literally walked over to us and then um, we were taking pictures in the court, but like the court was empty. And I'm like, bro, I'm not taking a picture on the court. I said, can you go take a picture in the face of race? So I was taking a picture of her. And then when she came up to us after, we were just all standing there. She's like, are you this girl? And it shows me like a random picture on Google. <laughs> and I'm like, She Googled you. Yeah. <laughs> no, and then she showed me and I was like, yeah, I am. And then she was like super nice. She was like, are you guys coming to the game? We were like, yeah, we are coming. Um, and then she was like, okay, let me know if you want to come early. And then, yes, yes, I want to come early. You know, it's funny because that night I told Nafisa, I said, we're going to the tour in the morning because we had the option to go or not. Mm-hmm. I said, we're going, we're going to find someone there and we're going to like uh, finesse, finesse our so way. So you yeah. really are Somali. Huh? That's, That's literally what I was about yeah. to say. The Somali in her woke up. She's like, I know I'm over here, but I'm about to be out. over there, nigga. <laughs> I swear to God. So I said, I said well, like, we're going to the tour. We're going to find somebody. We're going to meet somebody. And like, mashallah, like Lauren the lady just came up to us. And then, so I told her, I said, yes, we're coming early, right? (laughs) And then we went to Jama'at and then we came back, like we were chilling for a while because the game didn't start till five. So like, what do we, I mean, the early thing didn't start till five. Yeah. 
so we're just chilling like at the masjid and i'm like okay so are we gonna change and then or no we're not gonna change like are we gonna go to the game like this i call my mom who should i go to the game with the abayatan and she's like um she's like she's like uh no no don't do it people are going to be scared of you <laughs> run away from you <laughs> i'm like oh, what the heck but then nafisa was like bro we're wearing it it's yeah. the first night in ramadan and i'm like okay it's gonna be awkward but it's funny because like a week before I went to like a Lakers game and like there was a couple like a Muslim couple and like the lady was wearing abaya and she looked oh. bomb, like she was wearing like uh, it wasn't really abaya it was like a dress like yeah. a, but you could tell she's Muslim and then she had her scarf on and everything, and ever since I'm like wow like she looks expensive you know <laughs> yeah it's like Masha Allah she right? looks like that Dubai money yeah, yeah it's like yeah. people never see that before but like I I, I really liked it the vibe and then I was like you know what we'll just do it who cares we're just gonna wear that vibes, and then well I like I felt like a queen. Like imagine like everybody staring, everybody. You guys look so pretty. Uh, yeah. So it was like different, and then um, so what's it called? What did, how did it happen? So we knew like I knew the camera, like the videographers there, like the pic, like the picture guys, and then like they were just all coming up to us. Plus we're early, so like yeah. we're the only ones in the crowd. Everybody's working out. I think it was the Pacers game. I don't even know who's on the Pacers. Oh, Lance. Yeah. But um, so there, like all the Southern players were working out and everything, and then um, so like everybody keeps coming up to us, like who works for the Celtics, and they're mm -hmm. like, um, like, just introducing themselves, like it's one after another, one after another. And I'm like, bro, like this is really crazy, you know? Like this is really happening. Like the whole right organization now. knows yeah. you. Yeah, that's dope. So I was like, like imagine as a little girl, like growing up as a Celtics fan, like literally you're sitting courtside, nobody's in the arena, especially Celtics players and like the other team, like players. So, um, and then, um, after like the girl, like the, so their social media girl, like came up to us and then she was like, we're going to do some photos. Um, and then I'm like, okay, this is weird. Mind you, everything just happened. Like we're after, after, boom, 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 yeah. quick. So it's like, I don't know what's going on. I'm yeah. just like in the moment, like, bro, like freaking Jalen and Jason are right there. Yeah. So it's like, even like, like starstruck moment too. But, um, and then, um, we got to the game and I think we were just watching them warm up and then like Jalen walked over and then he was like uh he was like he's like I can't touch you for Eid Mubarak you know so I was like and me I'm the biggest like Jalen fan like yeah. even growing up and I, I don't get why people like they always people be making up stuff but it's like bro I've been a fan of him ever since I was 16 yeah. years old you know um but like him coming up to me and then like he asked for the picture too like which was crazy but um that's crazy yeah right, imagine well. like i'm like wow and he said ramadan mubarak too so i was like yeah. mashallah right yeah. and then um after the game too we went we met marcus and then marcus like he was like oh you the hooper girl you're yeah. like so it's like all these that's like wild. yeah it's like crazy and then later well i had them i think i was i knew i was proud right when i went to i went to bed that night and i just stared at the picture like I, I, it was like the like the picture I like the Celtics posted, and then the, the one where you're wearing the, the it was so cold. Abai, well, I abai, and then you're dribbling the basketball, and it just looks like you're floating. Well, that's yeah. wild. I, no, no, it was the, it was the one before that. It was like the um, the one of me and Jalen, like the picture of me. Oh, and Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, I seen that one too. And then like a couple other like photos and videos, but like I at least, at least stared at it for like twenty minutes, and we're like, wow, like that really happened. That was a bit. I did play football. Hold on now, don't do that. Multi sport athlete. Wait, what position? Play wide receiver and I kick return and putt return. No, I was a terrible corner. I couldn't play corner for shit. But continue. Um, yeah. He was he was talking about just that what was the course side experience like? 
Um, I've never sat, I've sat courtside of a Lynx game, Lynx finals game way back, like when I was in high school and like Kevin Garnett was sitting over there and Mark Dayton, the the governor was sitting like behind us and like Magic Johnson was sitting oh like three God. rows that way. It was, a, it was, but the game was, was the crazy. Finals? It was the finals, like the oh, game, the finals, when they okay. won game five, well, when the Lynx was on Miami like a, mm. on the tear, yeah. My, that was I'm a vibe. Lie, I had the fattest crush on my amor. Had, yeah. had, still have. <laughs> nah. She touched my right hand. I never washed it. <laughs> it's just been like that since 2017. Maya yeah. was a dog. Oh yeah, she was nice. She was really nice. But, but no, like, but I, that I sat, course that experience. What was that like? No, I sat courtside one time. I sat one time. It when it was game one of the Nets versus Celtics. Do you guys remember that game? Jason's game winner. Oh, did you? <laughs> did you sweep him? Huh? Yeah, we did sweep him. They're the reason that Nets are no more. Literally. Weren't they like picked to win too? Nets were picked. Yeah, they yeah, were they picked, picked to win. To yeah. win and y'all sweep. That's disrespectful. Was that on your side? It was on my side. Well, how was it, was it the way? It was on my side. Well, I showed, like, it literally, I think I remember you told, you, you was telling us like you, you were recording or something like that, or you, or you said like, "Oh, this this is gonna be a game winner," and he grabbed the button, he spun, and then he went up for a layup, and it yeah. just yeah, like, well, like, you have to play it out. Okay, so so, so first I knew because like they they played in the other side first, right? So I was like, okay, they're gonna end the game on this side, and the game was going, and this is the game that Kyrie was was going crazy, like, and he was talking crazy, shit. Like, everybody oh, he was, he was flicking everybody shit. off. Yeah, it was the crazy game. I yeah. think he had enough. He was like, he had oh. enough, and then there's people chirp and boss people. They do not shut up, and it's yeah. so embarrassing because like especially courtside in Boston, you won't see a, a black person there. Mm. Like it's bare unless it's a rapper or like someone like in the like. Who's really they, a rapper from Boston though? No, like like say like visiting? Lil Durk and like oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like they they were there one day, but like, um, like, like uh, so you won't see nobody. So it's embarrassing to be there. Yeah. When you're like black, you know, yeah. so it's like they're chirping, they're yelling at Kyrie. Kyrie Wallah was so like dis- it, it was. He dis- dropped like forty one. He did, yeah. but then again, he the way he was swearing, I'm like, bro, this dude is fasting right now. Was yeah. he going crazy though? Huh? Like, was he swearing too? He was. Like, I thought he was, was just bad. flicking people off. No, he he was like. He was like. Yo, <laughs> that I, I, you heard everything. I heard he everything said. he said. No, he he did this, and then he inbounded the ball, hit like a spin His around mid range shot, goes back and play. Like that's crazy. How do you just? I feel like they just turn off. When the ball is inbounded or some crazy shit. How do you go from like arguing with a fan yeah. to hitting a shot like that Bro, I gotta, I don't in know. a finals game? That's he just wild. He was killing that yeah. game. Well, courtside, that kind of- KD sold him that game? series. I huh? truly believe KD sold him that series. KD's huh? trash. Terrible. Huh? I am the- Biggest not, KD not, hitter? Okay, not a hater. Are you a LeBron I, fan? I am a LeBron fan. Ah, she, she knows greatness. <laughs> I she knows LeBron. greatness. Oh my goodness. LeBron is the GOAT. Thousand percent. Oh, I want right. to. I want to know court. Like you can hear everything they say. Like what they say to the refs. How fast does the game look? It's so annoying. Actually, I hate seeing courtside. Like closer is worse. Really? Maybe if you're like in the middle, is okay. Yeah. But you can't see nothing, especially the baseline. Like you can't see yeah. nothing. Because these niggas are huge. No, because the angle is just bad. Oh. Like if you're at a higher angle, it's it's okay. How but, was it? Did you have people coming up taking pictures? While you were there, that, pe- that um, knew who you were, nigga. The whole Celtics organization well, came, but I'm just saying <laughs> they're like, just like nice fans. I'm talking about like actual like Celtics fans. I mean, yeah, there was there's like a couple, but it's not it's not really a lot. Yeah, 
mean, yeah. You gotta have a certain. Well. You gotta have a certain net worth to be at a finals game, brother. These are rich white people. Yeah, the finals. Are finals. Yeah, because it's like seven. I don't know. I checked. It was a couple thousand Bro. dollars for a game. Well, I was so close to buying tickets, and I was like, "Why would I do this for myself?" And I was like, "Nah, never mind." You know, you know, yeah. so the smile in me. That's yeah, so finesse. I asked everybody I knew. Yeah. I did not. There's no shot whatsoever. That's good. That's what brought us. That's literally what brought us to where we are today in America. It's just mal- no, like, literally like not. We don't. It's no, like, no. I don't speak English. I don't have an education. But I know what I want. But I drive a Benz and I have four businesses. That's Somali people in Minnesota. That's Somali people in Minnesota. It's like, yup, no English Somali, but I know how to change the gears in the Benz in the G wagon. Do you guys know Barstool? I do know Barstool. Yeah. So uh, it's it's run by Adans, like in Boston, you know, right? Yeah. Dave so, Pornoy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're from idiot. Boston. They're from Boston. Huh? The pizza review. Coffee. Guy, right? Yeah. There's like pizza reviews. Why? But why? I didn't know that guy until like a week ago. Okay, this is. What is do you that? Know what, him? what about Barstool though? I just don't. So did you guys see the um, what's it called? The Kyrie, Kim Jong. Did you see that? What is that? I just saw that. I was like, what's going on? What is... So I like, didn't understand why did they have all them niggas on that list? <laughs> and what does Kyrie have to do with it? So Kyrie is basically a joke. So it's like, he, they tweeted like Kyrie destroying all the teams that he leaves behind like a meme or whatever. Oh. And then Kyrie tweeted back at them and then they tweeted that shirt, right? Oh. Mind you, I'm like, bro, why would you put him... Like, see how racist, racist it was? Yeah. It was so weird. Boston's but a very racist city. That's when I noticed, I was like, you know, because I grew up defending Boston. Like, this place is not racist. Yeah. A thousand percent. I, I don't think Boston is racist. Yeah. But, like, specific people are just like, like, I understand why people hate Boston. Yo, he, I forgot he played for the Celtics. How it was did. it when he was playing there or when he left? I don't, I didn't, I don't remember him playing for us. I never mm. went to games until this year. When was that, like? 2018, 2018 19. 19, yeah. yeah 2018 2019 no but i was i don't think he destroyed the celtics though no, he didn't, he they didn't. were in the fucking finals Bro, it was the exact same team him. yeah they like they they all liked him like no one has hatred towards i don't know why he got so much booze i mean it's because he disrespected like the little mascot thing you want to if you want to see something crazy look up just the the environment i'm not even right now back in the day when the Lakers and the Celtics had a rivalry and it was Bird and Magic, look up that environment and how racist it was mm. and how crazy it was and the shit that was going on. It's like black and white. Allah. You would think right now, alhamdulillah. Because I watched a documentary. It's like Is the there even black people in the crowds? <sighs> probably not in Boston. <laughs> probably not. Probably in LA, but not in Boston. You're the only black Celtics fan I know. I'm just <laughs> Bro, it was so, it's so crazy. The you know Patriots, I like that too. We were talking one time. I was, I, was uh, I think it was for Game Four. I was sitting behind Dave Port- Portno, right? Whatever his yeah. name is. The Barstool. That. that guy's a weirdo too. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Anyways, so I was sitting behind him, right? And then there was a guy behind him who was chirping at the Warriors bench, talking about like, oh, like you guys are bench players. Go back to like go back to your bench. Like, mm. like he was coming at them like full force. And then Andre, you could, the funny thing you could hear all of them like whatever they're saying to them, right? So I'm like, I don't think like why would you respond to fans or whatever? Right? Allah would it? But that was so disrespectful. Like, imagine go back to where you came from, go back to the bunch. I don't yeah. play anyways, right? I would be on some Westbrook shit. 
I, I truly will I believe if I was put in that position come down I'd be like just come yeah. down here you want to talk just come here let's have a conversation no. and then put him in a headlock while I'm, oh, I just pull out my you wallet and much, smack him with it making 30 million a year I don't, well, I, I'd ignore him there's some well, people I don't understand the not ignoring noise cancelling yeah I'm. there's also other people who are like oh I'm sitting courtside I paid thousands of dollars for these seats I can say whatever I want there's a lot of people like, like the guy who's, who threatened um, LeBron's kid Remember that he was sitting courtside and he threatened LeBron or his kid you or something mean, like you that? You mean Chris Paul? There was another one who, who threatened I LeBron's kid. I don't like kid. Chris Paul. I'm, just I'm not a Chris Paul fan at all. Really? R- remotely. I feel like he's disrespectful. He just reminds me of the other at LA Fitness. That's just remotely. Call. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, not even that. Yeah. I think I could whoop his ass, to be honest. <laughs> we are around the same size. I really <laughs> think I could do it. No, I think he's an amazing basketball player. On a serious note, uh-huh. I think he's incredible. He I just think he's a pity case. Like people are like, oh, Chris Paul, so sad. He doesn't go. He hasn't been to the. Fi- he went mm-hmm. to the finals finally, One but time, he yeah. hasn't been to the finals so long. He's such a established point guard, but he has like zero accolades, <laughs> none, no MVPs, no scoring uh-huh. titles, no anything. Barely. The only reason they like him is because mm-hmm. he's been there for a long time. He's best friends with LeBron. We're and best friends be- with LeBron. LeBron. Yeah, like in my eyes, Steve Nash is a better point guard than him, but Steve Nash gets less flowers than him. They call him. They put him in the argument with like. The Magics and Chris Paul. Yeah, no, I think Steve Nash got more love than Chris. Paul. No, well, I don't. Well, I believe they don't. Well, we could do a poll. I think the OGs think Steve Nash. That's the OGs. The OGs they know how to think. Yeah. they have a Fuck basketball. It. Yeah, <laughs> these young cats. Mm-hmm. They they only watch highlights. That's yeah. what they do. They go. They go on. They they go on YouTube and they type in Chris Paul highlights. <laughs> the song that you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah used to when I was a kid. Yeah. I used to Boy, do that. <laughs> I used to type in Derrick Rose highlights. I the, Derek. <laughs> the show goes on Lupe Fiesco. And I used to, oh, no, 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 no. I used to watch the whole thing. Bro, I watched that before every game. That was Derek, my hype video. Derrick Rose highlights? Derrick Rose, well, Derek Rose is a different beast alive. Like, oh my mm-hmm. goodness. This is a question for you. Who's your favorite basketball player? All time. LeBron. Who's the GOAT? LeBron. You're saying flat out GOAT. Yeah. Crown. Why is that? I just like everything about him. Mm-hmm. Everything about that man is perfect, you know? <laughs> like the way he plays, like his, like the community aspect, I think is why. I mean, not really why, but it's also like, like he's, who's he's really not up an there asshole. with him? Yeah. yeah. He's not an asshole. And he, the way he treats people is like, like amazing, you this know? This man since the age of like what, 15, 16 has been scrutinized. That's... And has been like, that's what does the it for me. The most perfect human being since. Exactly. Yeah. Family man. No mm-hmm. nothing. That's what does it for me. Mm-hmm. And you know it? he's so, he's very genuine. Yeah. You he's could so tell. Genuine. Like he just seems yeah. humble. Uh, what does it for me is at 18, this man tattooed the chosen one on his back. And, and then knew. and then took his team to the finals by himself with some bus drivers and shit. <laughs> and truck drivers and mailmen. Niggas nobody know now. Almost beat the Spurs <laughs> by himself. Got scrutinized. Went to Miami. Won a gang of chips. Came back home. Won it again. And came back in fabulous fashion. 3-2. Three, 3-1. Three, three, one. One, three, one. And then he went to LA. Won a chip. I think he's going to get another one. I really believe he's going to win another one. And he's a GM. You don't think so? He's going to pull strings. He's going to do something. I think, I think LeBron has He's either going to get Dame. Because Dame, didn't Dame leave his, um, he opted out. No, Bradley Beal opt, opted out his option No, too. Bradley Beal's staying with them. With the Wizards? 
I hope he doesn't. Bro, he's getting paid like fifty, fifty million. He's about to put a. He's about to after a certain point. Well, I'm not gonna lie to him about it. Yeah. Like, shout out to basketball players, man. Man, if I was getting paid fifty million, they need. They don't even get paid that much. I think they get paid less than half of that. They need because like what taxes? Yeah, because it's not guaranteed too. No, they no, do they get guaranteed, but it's the NFL players who don't. Which is fucked up. I feel bad weird. for them niggas. Yeah, they don't get money. Yeah, <laughs> they don't get shit. Would you ever let your kids play football? No, flat out. I no? hate that sport. <laughs> I'm not a fan of it. I know I don't watch it. Wow, that's crazy. I hate football. I love that shit. My kids are playing football. Like me too. I'm joking. A lot of my kids are not playing football. My kids are definitely playing football. They can watch football. Yeah. I watch football. It's good. Let these niggas beat each other up all the time. Like, if my kid is not getting CTE for no rubber or has <laughs> We dead. They, they get up, scratch up. So dry. First sport, sport my kids are playing is soccer. That's the best introductory sport. They get the footwork. They get the coordination. Yeah. The agility. The stamina. You're building them right. Yeah. yeah. What's next? And my wife has to be 5'8 or above. So, for all you ladies who are shorter than 5'8", Tough luck, while I be like, I want NBA kids. <laughs> um, I want to, I want to sit court side. So this, I'm sorry, while like, I. Hey, you dad. Yeah, I need. An, I'm, I'm not that tall, so I need help. You know, <laughs> I'm like five seven myself, so I need a little bit of, a little bit of aid. You know, I'm not five seven. I'm lying. Or yeah. is he? Dun dun dun. Oh, no. Niggas gonna be confused when they see you. That's good. I like that. I really, I really enjoy confusing people. You you played basketball um, with Tusi. What was that like? <laughs> that was um, fire. I'm not gonna lie. Well, I love Tusi. Is another celebrity. Like he's a clown. He's hilarious. He's That's what I heard. He's a good person too. Yeah. Like um, what was it? We're going to a concert, and like we had practice like a couple of days before his concert. So I was like, I sent him a. I was, I was a fan of Tusi before he became big. You know, like he didn't have like yeah. hella followers or whatever. He's young too. He's very twenty one, twenty two. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's very young. But um, yeah. So he. I sent him a, a, a picture on Instagram. I said, if you want to come here and play basketball, let me know, right? Mm. And then, um, like, after his concert, what did he say? And then I was like, because we went late to his concert, like, madly, because I had practice. So we went, like, uh, and then we were all the way in the back. And then I'm telling my friend who's with me, I'm like, yo, relax. Uh, we're going to see him after, right? Mm -hmm. I'm just, like, thinking of it in my mind. Everyone doesn't believe me, right? Yeah. So my teammates, they're... At the court, and I'm like, bro, get the court ready. Make sure no one's there, or like, clean it up or something, right? And then, um, like, I texted him. I was like, oh, like, let me know if you still want to come. And then he, um, he was like, send me the ad. He was like, what's your number, right? So then I sent him the address and everything. But um, after that, like, everybody, like, it was just the girls, and then they all left because they were taking a little. They were taking a little long to come, but um. And then it was crazy because when he got into the gym, like he didn't see nobody because I was like, it's, it's like weird if like yeah. he pulls up and like the whole freaking school is there, right? Mm -hmm. So like um, it was one of the girls that stayed, my teammates, she's like, she FaceTimed the boy, right? Like on the boys team, one of them, she FaceTimed one of them. Well, I not kid you, like three minutes later, they all showed up because Tusi took the phone. He was like, yo, if y'all trying to play, come here. Oh. Like bring team. Yeah, bring your team. Like we're trying to play, right? Right, well, like the whole, uh, the whole boys team came, like their friends, everybody, and like the gym was closed, like they weren't letting anybody inside. Mm. And then I was like, bro, I have to, I have to let them in. And then like the girl at the front desk is like college girl, so I was yeah. like, oh, please, like come on, no, <laughs> no, no hate, no yeah, hate, come on. <laughs> and then like all the boys, they all ran upstairs, and then like they brought a speaker. It was like it was like chill vibes. Yeah. And then he brought his, it was like 20, 20 boys with him too, that came with him. Is he nice? 
He's yeah. He's 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 a shooter. He's okay. Uh, but um, no, it was it was vibes. Yeah, it was vibes. Um, so obviously you have like a an identity that you have, and mashallah, you do a great job of like holding that to a higher standard. I know that you get a lot of opportunities to like collab with people. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of opportunities to like collab with brands and 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 a bunch of different things. How do you hold yourself accountable and like? How do you keep your integrity as well? Just as a Muslim woman, how do you like try to steer yourself and navigate those sort of things throughout life? I mean, I feel like it's also like I'm very, very picky about who like I want to make videos with mm-hmm. or like who I hang around with, especially like in the past like two years. Like um, I feel like when you get older, you're just like, yeah, you go in like a different mode and it's like if if I'm around this person, then like people are gonna think this or whatever. Yeah. But um, just making sure, like, I'm supposed to be like in places because you know if you think about it on the outside, everyone knows like you know Muslim girls like they're like calm, quiet, and mm-hmm. like, I mean like living up to like I love I love the respect that like non-Muslim like, pe- yeah, like people give us have yeah. for us. So it's like why would I want to ruin that and mm-hmm. stuff like that? But um. Like people always like they ask questions and then like I explain it to them a little bit more. But if it's not like within, like if it's not something I didn't do before I had the like the yeah, fame, then yeah. I'm not doing it. Okay. But, like I, I like I I'm not like if it makes sense. Like I'm not gonna like change yeah. what I'm doing if I didn't do it before. It's just staying on the same path. Yes, like, the same 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 thing. Like. Why switch it up just because like I've gotten these accolades or I've gotten yeah. the notoriety or whatever it may be. It's just you had you had a plan, you had an idea, you had mm-hmm. something that you wanted to do. Why why change it just because yeah. you got a little bit more? And I'm not going to force yeah. it either. Yeah. Like, it has to be authentic for you. It very, it's like authentic, but it's also like I'm not the type to like reach out to like mm. these other people and want to collab. Like, let's do a collab. Like, bro, mm. no. Yeah. It's just weird energy, but... If there yeah. is one person you'd collab with, who would it be? LeBron. Oh, that was so fast. <laughs> who? LeBron. LeBron? Yeah. Yo, we got to get that. Come on, LeBron. Hey, yo, LeBron. He posted you though, right? I think. He did. He yeah. Did. I seen that and I was like, I was like, I basically know LeBron. Huh? That's what I thought. Oh. I was like, I basically know LeBron because I know her and like LeBron reposted her. So that's my homie. We know each other. No, LeBron. I think you can do it. I really think. No, you- 100%. Him and me are besties. <laughs> I think he would. Does LeBron do? Mr. LeBron does stuff like that all the time. All the time. Till this day, I laugh at um in the Blaze Pizza, and he was that watching. That's one of, one of the funniest videos I've ever watched in my life. Because he owns a percentage of Blaze Pizza, mm-hmm. um. So he went into an actual Blaze Pizza, and like he dressed up as a worker. Dude is six nine, six ten. This is a long time ago. Right? Yeah, yeah, and he's in the long. back, like making. And people walk in, they're like. You look like that one. This one lady. Player. This one lady was like, "You're Dwayne Wade." Oh, wow. and I was like, "This in Miami." This yeah, this when he played for Miami, and then he was just serving people pizza, and he was lying to them. They're they like, "Are you basketball?" He's like, "Oh no, I don't." Do I look like I play basketball? That nigga's low key. He okay, you kind of little jokes. I'm not gonna lie. He be, uh, he be clowning, but outside lie, of basketball, that would be, be dope. Any passions? Any any projects that you work on that you really passionate about? Um. I know you got non-profit, like you got a basketball You got the camp basketball camps. Like yeah. But that's... But outside of that... That's still basketball. Yeah. yeah. I think what else do I do in life? Um, it's okay if you don't. Basketball's gotten you this far, mashallah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Okay, if there was no such thing as basketball, 
What do you think you'd be doing? Probably right be now? in med school or something. Yeah, but she didn't have really? Plan B. Yeah, there's no such thing as Plan B. <laughs> she, had, she had no Plan yeah. B. Med I mean, school? I feel like med school was my Plan B. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's I did dope. buy from undergrad. How'd that go? Um, yeah, I would have never done it if I didn't have basketball. Mm. It's the hardest thing. But med school is still an option. Huh? <laughs> but med school, you think you would have killed it? Yeah, hundred percent. I feel like with that, the athlete worth like work ethic. If you put it into anything else, you'd succeed. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of people don't. Because you know what? You know what? Playing sports, mm-hmm. and this is why I tell all the parents. I'm going to have my kids in school. I tell all parents and new parents, whoever, put your kids in sports. They don't have to be good at it. Only if they like it. Only if they want to do it. Don't force your kids into sports. And there's a gang of different sports. They don't have to play basketball, soccer, football, the popular ones. But what it teaches a kid is if you put enough time and effort into something, you will get reward out of it. Mm -hmm. It teaches kids that like nothing is impossible as long as you put time and effort into it. That's it. So, you can apply that into anything else in life. So when we started this podcast, my mentality was like, I don't know where this is going to take me. I don't know how big it's going to get. Mm-hmm. Just but, keep doing it. Yeah, but all I know is I have to put time and effort into it. And I have to come and do 110% every day. Mm-hmm. And if I do that, uh, either, either it will get to where I want it to get to or I'll learn something from it. And I can start something else with it. I feel like you know what I'm saying? athletes so, can't kick it with like a lot of regular people. No, a lot like, of, not a lot even of regular people, people just, just people who don't do shit. I they, can't do that. Because <laughs> I feel like a lot of people just do enough to get by. Yeah. And I, well, I envy people like that. They're like, yeah, bro, I just went to work. I'm at home now. I'm kicking it. Uh-huh. I'm like, I wish I can do that. I have to go do like nine things for you to be <laughs> like. you have ADHD. She's right. Well, I can't stand sick. I cannot sit still. The kids be the kids look at me crazy. The kids <laughs> I work with, because I we all sit somewhere and then like every 10, 15 minutes, I get up and I walk around. One kid today goes, Where's you where are you going? I said, Well, I have nowhere. I just have to do a lap or something. <laughs> I can't sit here for 20 minutes, fam. I, do you still run too in the morning? Yeah. See, that's also the crazy yeah. thing. This dude goes out on a run in the morning. It's and a he mental still does thing. This. Yeah. yeah. It's a mental thing. We should do it. We should go running sometime. Where do you run at? Just around the city. There's vibes. You should come too. We should do a ghost talk vlog with us running. I'll drive. I like the, I'll get I on like a scooter. the track field. We can do that too. I hate and the I track hate, field. I don't like running outside. You like oh, running outside? the track field drives me crazy. The track, not the field, just the track drives me crazy. Because you're running in circles. Yeah, I know. You just, just like, your eyes. Ying, ying. But we spent like, Okay, let me tell you a typical track workout. Mm-hmm. A typical track workout, you come around three, you do a mile warm up mm-hmm. at a slow pace, right? And then like when we warm up, like you gotta warm up a lot. It's not like basketball. Basketball you can warm up and then like you can pick up a basketball and like shoot around a little mm-hmm. bit and then you can get into the game. Mm-hmm. Track you gotta like warm up your entire body because you're literally using your your body as the instrument for that mm-hmm. sport, you know? So that warm up takes like 20, 30 minutes. And then we have like two hour practices, three hour practices of just straight running. So imagine you're doing that, but you're just going in circles. It drives me nuts. I hate it. And every sport I've ever played, running was punishment. Yeah, that's what I tell people. When people talk shit, they're like, yeah, you you run track, you don't do. I tell them, my sport is your sport's punishment. So that's just (laughs) actually. Like, why would you. Yeah, you know, I love it. I'll tell you why I explain it to you. The reason I love it is every other sport, it's like, you can low-key finesse in a way. You can get so good at a certain thing mm-hmm. that basically every other sport is figuring out what do I suck at and how can I get so good at the other stuff that I'm good at that what I suck at doesn't matter. So if you're short in basketball, you can get really fast, really bouncy, and become a shooter. Then the fact that you're short doesn't matter. You feel what I'm saying? 
if you're slow at soccer or like if you're slow in football, you can just get really beefy and tackle niggas. You can make up for it. Track, there's literally no excuses. It's either you're fast or you're not. It's black and white. Easy. And the competition is not with other niggas. It's with yourself. You're just competing with your mind and like how far you can get. And it's very calculated. It's just the more miles you run, the better you get. That's one analogy that I that I always take from Yeah, the more miles you run, the better you get. More Farah runs like <laughs> easily a marathon a day. Easily. A day. So then like I don't understand it. That's the point. Do you don't feel do, bad. Don't feel do bad. Do you not do like agility? Like, do you guys not do agility not, workouts? Not, just straight what, you get to a certain point where it's just it's just different types of running. That's it. There's just, there's <laughs> tempo runs. There's hill runs. There's that's we. Well, I too, you get to a certain point where in college mm-hmm. we worked out once a week. We lifted. We did calisthenics once a week. It's just bullshit. Yeah, it's it's just the jumping keep, stuff. Right? Yeah, it's just yeah. when you run around, you do jumping jacks. Has been why I went there and I just like I did this just to make my coach happy because I knew in my head it's not me shit. It's simple. You run for 20 miles. Your muscle fibers tear. You sit. You sleep for like an hour. They heal. And your muscles get a little bit better. And your lung capacity gets a little bit better. And then you just keep doing it. Until either your body goes, biology, my nigga, GG's. This is how far you can go. Or if you're African like me and you're blessed, you can just keep pushing the limit. And it's literally you're pushing the human limit. You're trying to see how far... Every time... Look, this was this is what I love about track. Every time... Somebody in track wins a gold medal, or most times they create a new human record. Think about that. It's like if every time somebody won NBA finals, they created a new milestone for humanity. When mm-hmm. Usain Bolt won a gold medal, he pushed the limit for how fast a human being can go. So while you, when it's six fifteen in the morning and you're running outside Cedar, yeah. Back if I could No, I'm just thinking about don't get fat, nigga. <laughs> I'm just thinking about don't get fat, nigga. I'm nowhere near that. I'm just thinking about don't get fat, nigga. But I enjoy it. I like it. It, it helps clear my mind and like it's a whole good benefits about it. I like yeah. to wake up. And a lot of, and I like it because it's unique. Not a lot of niggas can can run. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I, hate running. I don't like you hate running? That's what a lot of people say. I don't know. You gotta like I feel like I a mile I'll do a mile and then I'm done. But other than that, like my my was it uh to be in shape, like mm. I work out, I do basketball workouts to be in shape, like dribble, dribble, run, run, dribble. Well, was there it. a game where you were just so tired where you're like, yo, I got to fix this shit. I got to get like, good keep at going. Car- like, no, I got to get my cardio right. Was there a point where you're just so physically exhausted in the game? Where you're like, yo, I need to take this more serious because I'm not working hard enough. Or were you always just as easy? Like, yeah. um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I've never been really special. tired. Yeah. I've never been like really, really tired. Um, Damn, that just no, might but be it's me. Also, That's just a fat nigga thing. Yeah. Cause I be getting tired. No, because I don't. The thing is, whenever I do get tired and like I get like, oh my god, like I can't, right? But it's like, bro, you've been doing this since you were fourteen. Like mm. you can't be tired. Like every morning you wake up, you do this, and like you're, you you want to get tired the last five minutes of the game. Like you're not mm-hmm. losing to these freaking white girls, you know? Yeah. But um, like that's that's like what I think about it. Whenever I get tired, yeah. then I'm not tired anymore. No, it's, all, it's a mental thing. Yeah, it's all mental. I'm a, that's next, literally. I'm gonna try that next time. I'm gonna help you. Sit there <laughs> I'm a, and I'm like, yo, these Adam girls a, are not gonna fuck me there's up. There's a book. I'm gonna fuck up. There's a book. Um, I forget what it's called. I'm gonna remember, or we'll we'll tell people. We'll lie, but I tell everybody read this book. I think it's called A Runner's Mind or something like that. And it looks at the psychology of runners, and how they literally convince themselves, <laughs> "I'm not tired." Well, that's what David Goggins wrote. Well, lie, it's not, bro. A lie, be like, nah, I'm telling you, they convince it. It's a mental game. They're running. 
Literally, their muscles are giving out. You David Goggins is? The crazy nigga that used to be fat and then he got skinny. What did he do? I don't know, but he's a great. I want to look like him. Have you heard of him before? No, it's David Gardner. David Goggins. He used to be a Marine. He was he, he was, was a Marine. No, he tried becoming a Marine. So he was very overweight. And he worked at like, he did like, like 300 pounds. So he used to go to like Subway and like clean like the cockroaches and stuff like that. He used to work for Ecolab. And he got very overweight. And he said, like, yo, I can't do this shit no more. So he said, yo, let me go enroll in the Marines. They laughed him out of the room. They're like, yo, you way too fat. Go <laughs> get on out of here. He left. Went back to work, sat his shit, kept drinking his soda, boom, boom. He went back to the office. He said, bro, why the fuck is you back here? I told you you was fat. Yeah. Why are you back? He said, what can I do to at least get looked at? Yeah. Drop this amount of weight in a month. Good luck. He left. He dropped the weight. He came back. Mm. The guy's like, how the hell did you drop the weight? He said, I didn't eat. Huh? He said, that's not going to work. He said, what? I didn't, I didn't eat. eat. Like, no he food? ate a little bit, but like he, he just, just starved himself, basically. <laughs> so he said, I didn't eat stuff. And I ran. He was like, okay, clearly you're, you're crazy enough to try this. So, okay, yeah. you need to lose this much weight to do it again. So he started running. He got to a point. He got to the Marines. He did his thing. After the Marines, he realized, yo, like, I, I want to get into marathon running. So he started doing a whole bunch of crazy runs. Like, how many miles? Like, what are those runs in California that they'd be doing, like? crazy marathon oh, like triathlons and like no just like straight running like all he did was run like 26 point, miles 27 miles crazy number of miles because you have to like after a certain point for running to get into marathons you have to have previous marathons that you ran yeah that add up to a certain mile to yeah. get accepted into this tournament and like mm -hmm. it's like i said it's very black and white you have to run uh, it's calculated you have to run yeah. x amount of miles just to survive the marathon before the marathon so they were like yo you have this impossible for you to join this one based off of how long we have this year. Like, you have to do crazy amount of marathons. No one's ever done it. Just slowly get back into this. He said, no, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. It got to a point where, like, he was running and his feet were, like, breaking apart. And, like, his toenails would fall off. Mm. And his feet were I'm not were doing bleeding. that. And it also got to a point where he was, like, his wife was with him, where he would, like, stop for a little bit and he was peeing blood. What? Yeah. In a marathon? Yeah. SubhanAllah. Hey, so what did other guy kind What he was thinking about is the same shit you think about or anything. True, but like, Alhamdulillah, God has blessed me with a body. It's not that hard. You feel what I'm saying? But I used to run. I just I don't understand it, bro. There's a meat that we have here in Minnesota. It's called Griak, and like it's like a huge meat. Like all the Nike runners come, Sami, the Olympic team, and like a marathon. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a five k, so it's like three miles. But like all the big names comes, the Nike running team, mm -hmm. Under Armour running team. So and the ESPN is there. So they follow you around like on a tractor. Mm -hmm. It's like a big deal. The best runners. So like I'm running at Griac. I'm happy just to be there. I'm kicking it. I'm yeah. just running, running a <laughs> golf course. Sometimes like it's a vibe, you know, when you have those little moments in the cuts a lot, I just be kicking. I've been running around be like, damn, this is crazy. I'm really here. You know, there was this girl who. I, mean, I finished my race. I got like seventh or eighth. I'm happy. I'm like, I'm late. I just got seventh at React, nigga. Fuck that. I'm about to go give me a drink, a sandwich, call it a day, you know? I'm walking back. This is girl on her hands and knees crawling to the finish line. People are trying to help her. She's saying, no, touch me. <laughs> I'm going to finish this race. I don't have that level of trust in my life. <laughs> if I'm on my hands and knees, I'm about to sleep. Come get me, nigga. I'm done. I shake a little bit about it, but I don't know. I think not giving up is an important attribute to have to get to where you want to get to in life. I think that's really important. Um, we have a segment on this show called Let's Get Practical.
mm-hmm. right? Um, I'm trying to make it a thing, and it's been working lately a little bit. We got to that point. I yeah. feel like it's if a, it's a thing now. At this point, yeah. Um, so like we've had, for example, uh-huh. to kind of help you with it, we've had a barber on the show. Mm-hmm. We asked him, well, if somebody's watching this today and they're like, yo, like I want to be a barber, mm-hmm. right? And they're getting inspired. What what steps should they take? We had a therapist. We had Ifrah. I think you guys were kicking it earlier. Um, yeah. She's a model. So we're like, if somebody's interested in modeling, like what steps should they take? What should they do? I know there's a gang of girls that are going to be watching this. Guys too. Mm-hmm. Bunch of people that are going to be, that are interested in basketball, that are interested in hooping, right? What steps should they take to to get to where they want to get to in life? And like, what practical advice would, would you give them starting like today? I would just say that you have to surround yourself with um, people who like who want it as bad as you, but you also have to want it as bad too. Because you can't be lazy. You can't, like there always has to be like a chip on your shoulder. I feel like if there's no, like if you don't have a why, then it's going to be very hard for you to do anything in life. Like I feel like you have to find that why. It's going to take a while. It may take a while, but once you find it, then... Like every day you wake up and you do like you have a routine, like you don't let anybody get in your way, like not even your parents, like like distractions, like girlfriend, boyfriend, like no friends get in your way of whatever you want to do. But you have to just be really committed and not care what like anybody around you thinks like you see your improvement and then others will see. I mean, you won't see it every day, but it's going to be hard. But just know it's going to pay off at the end, like four or five years, like that hard work will pay off, like no matter what, even if it takes like more than five years, but it's good. one day it will pay off. Inshallah. Inshallah. I like that. I'm inspired. I'm going to go follow my basketball hoop dreams. Make it to the league? Absolutely <laughs> not. No shot. I'm going to make it to the league. I'm going to get my ass whooped. I'm be, I'm be sitting on the bench telling Curry about running techniques and be like, my nigga, listen, if you just keep running, your legs won't hurt. I promise. <laughs> Yo, what was that like? That watching Curry, Curry basketball, play basketball. Oh my God. When it's even like, it's like 10 times crazier in person. It's just like mm-hmm. an enigma, right? Like the shit he does. No, it's like the way he moves. Like he doesn't, he never just is still. Like he runs the way he uses the screens. Like When he doesn't have the basketball when he doesn't have the, And it's yes. like beautiful. Even the same thing with Kyrie. Like his handles are 10 times better in person. Like they nasty? Like they're like, you can't, like certain dribbles, you can't see how fire it is. Mm. Like when you're right, it's like, bro, like he really just like, you make that face that like yeah like oh, can't even hate on yeah. it either. It's like I got a wow. question. Who's your like? Who's the coldest Somali hooper that you've seen? Mm. That's a boy. Either it could be a girl, could be colder than all these niggas. To be honest, yeah. Um, Where you looked at him, you said, "Damn, that nigga's nice," or "She's nice." You could do both girls and boys too, but I want to know who's on top first. Can I say mine? Yeah, go ahead. I Harry. got my boy Kai. Kyrie? Of course. Mm, yeah. Kyrie nasty. Kai. Because maybe it's because we I've seen him hoop like uh, for a very long time. And it always surprises me the shit that he does. I just be like, the fuck how you do that? Marshall, and he moves know. like he moves like like he doesn't he stop. Gets the ball. Layup goes back. Defense. But that nigga's nice. So shout out to Kai. I think that that's my guy. I would, I would, him and Mook. I like Mook too. Who gave Kai? Got that, he got that. He got that shot. No, he got that like heart. Yeah. Girl. On the national team. That's what I was talking about that. I was talking about that earlier. Oh, yeah. Batman was like, I don't care who you are. I don't care how big you are. He'll okay. argue with anybody. Yeah, he I don't care what the I'm fuck like, you <laughs> are. I'm hitting this shot. Yeah. It's up to you. You deal with it. Oh, <laughs> that nigga's nice. That 
Way too is nice. Yeah. Anan. Anan's nice. I give him a shout out. Moose has just been taking over a lifetime too, huh? Oh yeah. Every day. It's only him. Just <laughs> 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 34 points. Crazy <laughs> yeah, stat like, lines. No, no, like 54. Crazy stat lines. 34, 12, and 12. <laughs> this nigga did not grab 12 rebounds. There's no way. No, what I'm telling you, like Mook, like we play, I played like against him. Well, like, you don't want that man. Yeah. You want him on your team. Yeah. Like if he's not on your team, then it's scary for you. It's a problem. But yeah, man. So who? Problem. You still haven't answered the question. You ducking? He's he's tenacious. Yeah, <laughs> you know how y'all like just he runs all day and you just dribble. I just ask questions. Yeah. Um. If it, if I, it helps, you can you can use one of the answers that, that I give. So you telling me no one stands? I like up? I like crazy. I like Adnan. Mm-hmm. I think Adnan's fire. Yeah. That, that that boy got game for sure. Yeah. For it's, sure. In they, it's in their family too. Oh yeah, the whole fam be hooping. And one, they call him one for a reason. <laughs> and the whole fam be hooping. Well, I literally the whole family. Their family is a lot of actually yeah. cold. It's a gang. In basketball. Yeah. His older brother. His older brother is nice. Oh, I don't know the older one. Yeah, his older yeah. brother is nice. 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 one, mashallah. Mm-hmm. I grew up watching him and Mahdi and Bones. Oh heads. The old heads. Them niggas was uh, different than these niggas. You know how these niggas just run around and shoot the ball? Yeah. Them niggas was dunking. <laughs> they no was way. jumping out the gym. They were doing windmills and shit. So it was a little You're bit not different. Lying. They were dunking. Bones in them was dunking. And handles was a thing back then too. Yeah, hasas. Like AI back then. AI and all that uh, shit was was wild. How is it like seeing different types of basketball? Like what's your favorite type of basketball to watch and play? Um Honestly, me, I, I, I wasn't a fan of college basketball because you know college basketball is really straight up yeah, it's fundamentals. Very fundamentals, calculated, run plays. It's so annoying, yeah. yeah. It's like it takes years to get good at that. Like I didn't get good at it till my end of my junior year. Oh. Like following plays, like making sure you like practice. I don't know. But I love like summer basketball, like pickup basketball. Yeah, street ball. Like street ball, like playing against dudes. Um, like, like even girls like too, but it's like, yeah, like that's Shout fun. Out to that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> basically, basically, she likes taking, snatch she backs. likes taking anchors, ah. snatchbacks, yeah. all of that. I love that. I yeah, that's vibes though. A lot of that, but inshallah, um, we 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 do this with everybody as well. This part, but we hope to have you back here in a year's time. Inshallah, if mm-hmm. you if you had a good time over here at Gold's Talk, if it was vibes for you, we'd love to have you back. Inshallah. Um, and we kind of like we like to use the show kind of as a way. Damn, it's almost been a year since we started as well. No, it has been. It's been a year, right? Yeah. So, we, shout out to Demo Flop. We kind of we we are in a better space in a way. It's better than your apartment. I'll tell you that. My apartment was fire. <laughs> yeah, there was gunshots in the background and shit. Um, but we we kind of use the show as a way to kind of hold ourselves accountable, you know, mm-hmm. and to kind of reach for better things and just kind of improve in life, you know? Um, so we, we we ask all our guests, like, where do you see yourself in a year? Um, what do you see yourself doing? And then inshallah, we invite every guest back. So we say, mm-hmm. inshallah, in a year's time, we'd love to have you back. Some people have very interesting answers. Some people say, I just want to, in a year's time, I just want to be living. I just want to be alive yeah. and, and kicking. And some people have very, like Asiya had very calculated answers. She's like, I want to be doing this, 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 and that. Mm. Um, so inshallah, like, where do you see yourself in a year's time? And yeah, just tell us about that. Um, see, I'm not a very calculated person, very mm-hmm. go with the flow type yeah. of vibe, but just like better 
like individual that I am like at this point. Mm-hmm. Just to improve as um, a person. Like just yeah, yeah improving as a p- person and also just spreading the love for the game yeah. and like the the spreading the love for the game and the the idea of the like spreading the religion too because a lot of people they don't know um like a lot about islam you know like everybody's mm-hmm. like like they're like to the point where it's like bro like okay we're not like like this you know yeah but it's also like um just spreading that impact and like making people seem like see like the cool like the coolness of like the religion yeah. and like oh like we're chill like we do like we play sports and like making that impact like bigger than it is like now like not only our community but like the other communities like not only in the u.s but also like around the world mm-hmm. and seeing how the impact like how like the camps could go um also like to different countries and getting those girls to play um have you been to somalia i am going at the end of august for the first time inshallah inshallah that's gonna inshallah. be nice. inshallah yeah but that's dope um I think this is a part that Hamza really likes to do, but I'm going to I'm gonna take the reins for it. Before we wrap up, inshallah, we like to give people their flowers on this show too. Mm-hmm. And, um, mashallah, like you're doing incredible things. And, you know, may Allah continue to, to bless you and may Allah protect you, inshallah, throughout all this. And, Allahumma um, um, yeah, I, I just, you've, you know, I've, I've always just been a fan of your work and everything that you do. And I, I, I think it's dope. I think it's important. I think it's necessary. Um, but I like that you're still having fun with it and you're doing your thing and you're doing it in your own way in your own style and like you said you're spreading the deen and the faith and the haq with it 